Hello, and welcome to the Get Caught Up Podcast. I'm Untame, your host, and coming up in a few moments is our author interview with the ladies of Red Ink Publishing, or as we know them, the Queens of Horror. Get ready for an RIP interview you won't ever forget. Hello, 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 you guys. It is I, Untamed, and welcome to the Get Caught Up Podcast with Untamed Publishing. Well, for those of you who, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, what we do is we offer author interviews to indie and self-published authors. However, Untamed Publishing also offers a variety of services for all author needs. We have book trailers, synopsis writing, editing, proofreading, just a plethora of things that we offer here to help and assist. So please allow us to help you unlock your unlimited writing potential. And tonight's episode is sponsored by Fallen by Exodus Magazine. Please follow him on Instagram and follow his erotic magazine. It is spicy. If you are not 18, please do not enter (laughs) his arena. But we definitely thank him for his full support of Untamed Publishing. And we want you guys to check out his writing. Well, we have some special, special guests this evening. And this is the UP first. We are having a multi-interview, that's right, a multi-interview with the ladies of Red Ink Publishing. And hello, 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 you guys. Red Ink Publishing, how are you doing this evening? Awesome, how are you? I am doing well. And please introduce yourselves to the listeners, to the readers and let them know who you are and what Red Ink Publishing is all about. Okay, hello everybody. I am Amini Iman. I am the CEO of Red Ink. I am Omega, the co-founder and graphic designer of Red Ink Publications. And I am Jacqueline Stone, writer and business advisor to Red Ink Publications. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you ladies. Thank you so much. And you guys, Red Ink, I personally call them the queen of horror. <laughs> I know they were... And for good reason. 
Oh, oh no. thank you. Thank you. That's amazing compliment considering all the amazing women in horror. Like that. Yeah. That's it. Actually, it's really just mainly a man's little universe, and we just kind of kick the door down. A little. Bubble. <laughs> <laughs> So you ladies, what I really want you all to do, tell us how you got into writing, writing all together, and then tell us how did you get into writing horror? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh my. Oh my. Oh my. Oh my. This is Amina, and I actually started writing, oh my God, I'm going to get with my age, in 2005. <laughs> and, um, uh, Lilith My Genesis was my first horror book and what started me off I think is is that is what fascinated me you know what I mean I was six going to the driving with my dad and we're watching I'll spit on your grave and you know so, <laughs> I, that is a true story that is that is true and so I was always fascinated fundamental was never really scared because <laughs> about my you know personality I wasn't afraid it was like you know what I can do that oh I, you know I can make people scared I like it um, and so that's how I started personally, and I hooked up with um, Darling Omega um, into five years ago. Yes, five years ago. Five years ago. Aww. Okay, you take over, Darling. <laughs> well, hi guys, this is Omega, um, and I started off as, believe it or not, um, Amina Amon's assistant. I was, I had no experience. I didn't know what I was doing. I <laughs> completely. I was I literally no lies to God. I was, <laughs> I was well no I was more so like a fan like I had seen all her work I had read her work oh, I had seen the the hunger and I was like this oh, is a woman who no <laughs> too cute. but no like you know I saw the hunger and what she really wanted to do and what she believed in and I could see it too so when we started developing you know concepts and books it went beyond me just assisting her and then I started um, getting my graphic design degree which lets me doing you know the graphic works and then next thing you know, I had a book idea and I was like, Amina, I need you to write this book. And she was like, no. I was like, excuse me, after all, you know, what? Like, I'm so hurt. And she's like, no, you're going to write it. I want you to write it. I want to, I want to see what you can it do with it. Literally. Like, and I'm just like, uh, okay. And I'll never forget it. It was the unusuals. I was 16. I had never wrote a book. I, I wrote poems in my diary. And... <laughs> That was all the experience that I had. Oh, wow. Publishing underneath this person that I looked at like an idol and a fan. Like, I was like, oh, holy crap. And Oh, no, no, no. But I saw the potential. I mean, I'm not trying to say like, oh, I gave her a chance. (laughs) I'm not that kind of person. Um, right. I saw the potential. She said, let me work. She said, let me work for you for free for a month. Yeah. And I will turn, you know, your sales up. And I'm like, yeah, little girl. <laughs> and uh, um, honestly, the second day I had like six interviews, I <laughs> I had sold it. Wow. Well, yeah, she, because, you know, I'm, I'm of an age. So <laughs> social media was not my thing. And she was right. <laughs> And she I get worked it. like butter, and I was like, "Oh yeah, oh wow." So um, that was the assistant that was that developed yeah. into the you know business partnership. Exactly, and then that turned into Reading. And yes, then, and we then we found this wonderful Jacqueline. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jacqueline. Um, yeah. Well, hello, my name is Stone. And I want to say writing started for me kind of naturally. Now that I think about it, 
would ask that question, I would go to when I was in middle school and I had a lot of older cousins and aunties that were in college and they would come to me and say, hey, write this paper for me. <laughs> and it was always like a creative writing paper or like a detailed research paper. And I was doing that in middle school. Yeah. And it was because oh, wow. I naturally loved writing and I liked the small details of it. And honestly, when I came to Amina, I first gave her my first book, Fallen. She said, this is a screenplay. <laughs> you write like wow. a screenplay. And that was like my first attempt at writing novels. Yeah. But she was like, no, this is good. Yeah. This is I, great. And that you shouldn't be ashamed of it, you know, being yeah. a first time writer. This just shows your natural talent. Now, if you want to go ahead and, you know, stick with this, you can. But you should, you know, this is how you transition into writing like as an author and as a novelist and I so i've kind of just loved growing with these ladies and sharpening <laughs> my skills because they hold no punches <laughs> no, <I'm laughs> she you know jacqueline's manuscript to you know me oh and she, she made me yeah. edit it and she was like listen no, I'm saying you're a first-time writer, but you do this all the way yeah. over, and I'm not going to edit it until you edit it yourself yeah. so yeah. you can see how hard it is. But yeah. you know what? I, I can applaud that because yeah. being an author myself and also, you know, offering publishing services, it is something to be said about presenting your best work, oh, yeah. you know, before, even though, and I think a lot, and that's good information for um, new authors. Oh, absolutely. Authors to know that you have to know, like, you don't have to be a top-notch editor. You have to know basics, you know? Yeah, that's and all. That's basics. it. Like, don't, you can't, don't bring me those 10 you know, yes. 10, 10, 10, 10, and that's just one thing. Yeah. No, but just yeah. that like, creativity alone, that's the only, like, yeah. I, when I first read that manuscript, I was like, okay, I mean, because I, this was one transported you. Like, it was it just, really and does. I was just like, we need her. Like, we I, I, we, were, we had Nefertiti signed before, and, you know, we didn't have Jacqueline for, I think, what, the first year? Yeah. And after that, yeah. Yeah, I'm a veteran. <laughs> but you know, Jacqueline is very detail oriented. So you know that this man had crest whitening in the morning when he brushed his teeth and he used Dow soap and but you it know, took him 10 minutes to dry off. And... But you know what I really love about us? We all have like our certain categories. Like you have Amina here who does like a lot of historical fiction and she does a lot of like supernatural. So you get a little bit of research and you get a little bit of fiction and it mixes so well together. And then you have Omega who does supernatural as well, but she does more thrillers and then Chilling. She scares us. Like she's like, oh wow, girl. Oh, I'm the tiniest one, and she's the most. And then, (laughs) then you have me. And um, she's just so sweet. I do. Even her bad guys are lovable. I do mythology, (laughs) and then I do a little bit of and I'm, I mean. They like put me in this category. I literally... You put that character up. No. I, when Fallen was first released, I was like, oh my God, I'm number 34. <laughs> <A> cult? <laughs> like, what? I said, wait a minute. Hold up. And she was like, no, that's your language. You're sticking to Like, that's what I said. I did not choose yeah. this. They were like, no. It chose me. Numbers never lie. 
lifestyle. So, I mean, I'm gonna stick with it, but I do a lot of fiction, mythology. I like to cross-reference a lot of, you know, extra details and try to plug holes in it, you know, yeah. conspiracy theories. <laughs> that what if. Yeah, that what if this happened. Oh, but you know what I love? I love the fact that you all are able to bounce off off of each other and know what each other's strengths are and you know write in those strengths and then bring those strengths together because that is a part a huge part of the game is just knowing you know not that you can't eventually you know venture out into other avenues right. but just knowing what works yeah, you know absolutely. and that is that's game changer knowing exactly what works for all of you individually and then allowing that to work together as a unit that is amazing and you guys y'all know what I'm gonna tell you this this I felt I felt real slow y'all this is a slow moment this can tell you how you can be super smart and super slow at the same time (laughs) I was I was looking at your name and doing the promos and everything and this is just something that's off the collar so it doesn't really matter but just wanted to highlight my slowness in this moment <laughs> and I was putting the promo together and I was like Red Eat Pub and I was like R.I.P. I was like oh snap yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
but I love the fact that you were able to incorporate it and then yeah, the, exactly. the shock factor, the surprise when people <laughs> see the abbreviations and just know that you, you ladies are the queens of horror. <laughs> it just ties together so beautifully. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, Absolutely. It is. It's great. What I really want to get into, I want to get into the crossover novel. Yes. I want you guys to tell the readers all about Horror Fest and your novel and what it is about. Well, perfect. Um, well, hi, this is Omega. Um, October Horror Fest started actually the first year Mina and I founded Reading. We thought because, you know, we're a horror publication, we should be more dominant towards the um, aspects of Halloween and scary and, you know what I mean, like the classics of, like, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street, all the stuff that people defined as scary and, you know, 80s, 90s, where it was really popping and where I think it generated from, we wanted to pull back into now. So we used October Horror Fest as a platform to do that in our way of our novels coming together and kind of hibernating and making a world for themselves, I think. Yeah, um, I agree with that. But I think that Omega's being kind of uh, <laughs> humble because she came, honestly, she came to Jacqueline and I um, about three years ago and she's like, I'm going to do a crossover book. And I was like, well, just keep wanting because that's not what we're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, no, I think it's a great idea. And she she kind of beat us up with it. Yeah, because um, I like writing. I used to like writing alone because like, it in my head. Exactly. And, so and like, we all have different writing styles. Yeah. So I didn't think that was going to work. And so she was like, let's just try it. And that's when we did the first order from chaos um, three years ago, two, two years, years ago. ago. And it was, it was fabulous. I, yeah. I fell in love with it. Like you would not believe me. And then of course we heard a lot. I told y'all so. And then I was like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> but, oh, of course. <laughs> I <didn't believe> it. <laughs> yeah, but she was right. She I, was absolutely right. And yeah. it started with, with, um, Lilith. Yeah, I think. that's what it I was say. Yeah. yeah, I was. I, I got all my inspiration. Ninety nine point nine 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 percent of it was what Amina had already built. Oh with, my gosh. Well, no, because what, one of the reasons why I was a fan of yours was because even with your first two novels, you had them integrated. Yeah. Yeah, like you had each character have a reference of the other so you had you know if you didn't read 30 pieces of silver and you didn't meet Lil Thadaway you met her when you read the vampirio so you're getting to know these characters and all these different aspects and points of view Absolutely. so yeah. you're doing something that no one's ever done which is mixed so I was like why not do that publication wide like you know what I right. mean and make it bigger so we're able to do something that no one's ever seen or done before which I mean I, I like to do I think it was great cool. and we took down Yes, Jacqueline really was. I was down. And we just took our best, you know, heroes and our worst villains and we pitted them against each other. Yeah, it's very, it's 10 novels. This one is. This one is 10 novels. Yeah, 10 different series all meeting and told by, okay, so it's 10 books crossing over. Seven points of view told by three different authors. But it flows so Wow. I know. Yeah. Wow. No, exactly. So exactly. it's like you get an all-around view of these characters, even if you haven't read their story. Exactly. So it has to be that detailed in order to tell a story this vivid. Yeah, or just that. But you know what? I will say this. I I trust and I believe in you guys because oh, 
you guys, I believe that this story is one that can definitely be delivered by you three because <laughs> of the fact that you each know your strengths, you each know, you know, even your weaknesses, and you know each other's strengths, and you're able to bring that together. And that's why I say it's something that I can believe in because you all, even, you know, in conversation, you all bounce off each other so well. So create creatively, I know yeah. that you guys can do that as well and make this, you know, 10 series novel from all of these different perspectives and point of views because you know your genre, you know your character, and you know each other's work very well. From yeah. the ground up, we've built, yeah, five years we've been building up these characters and these plots just so that they could yeah, come together now. Exactly. So. And it was like wow. this happy accident because it wasn't even until, you know, two years ago that I said, please, <laughs> <laughs> y'all, <laughs> idea. Like, you know, and then it took a year to write it because it was so big. Because even, but even that was just six different novels yeah, coming together. That was just so then we added the other four and integrated those storylines. And it seems like we have been planning this from day one. So, it like, really I, does. And it breathes that way, it flows that way. And that's thanks to Amina. And then, you Aww. know, Jacqueline and I have been able to build off of that. Like, it's just so. You boys. What I want. I know y'all had a girl power moment. Right. Okay. <laughs> it was, it was girlfriend in the back. We need the fans. Where's the fans? We need the fans. I know. Look, you guys need a horror song, you know. Girlfriend's horror song. So oh, right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, that's perfect. We have the soundtrack. So that was yes. great. I, for soundtrack. Oh. Yes, so I want what I really want you guys to do. Um, just tell us, and we can go from each one. So, what characters Amina, Omega, Jacqueline from your books are going to be in this crossover? Who? Who? Wow. Do it. Which one? Greatest, yeah. the least, or least? Mike, right. Okay. So, um, Amina. Amina, me. <laughs> um, Micah, let me see. I have Micah, who is from, gosh, everything. The Vampirio. Uh, the Vampirio. <laughs> um, 30 Pieces of Silver. He's from those two uh, cross, those two books. They weren't crossover books. Those two novels. And then I have Sari from the Chronicles of Sari. Um, she is just a standalone book. She's a hunter, you know, kind of bad A. Um, the Chronicles of Sari series. Said that. And then we have, um, who else? Gosh, Micah, Sari, Alaric from Awakening, the Della Cruz saga that I wrote with Nefertiri. And is that it? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, Micah, Sari, Alaric. Yes, those are my two. Bam. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have Omega's, yeah. um, I have Liam. Oh, Oh, yeah, but that's okay. Erin from Catch You. She's also mine. I love Erin. She's great. She's the one. She's the one. Character. You always, I always be like, like I'm getting someone. You always figure out Erin. Erin is my favorite. Erin is my favorite. She is the middle child. She's the middle child. Happy enough to bring in Liam from my series Hit List. He's a pyrokinetic. He was born kind of like this uh, Oliver Queen arrow, kind of rich kid, came for money, and he got diagnosed with this really rare form of cancer. And a family friend of his, who were, you know, obviously rich and social, 
acted as like the genetic cure because they had a genetic foundation called the UGF. So they took Liam there and started to manipulate his genes and turned him into a pyro that way. So after that, he forgot all of his past lives, like, you know, became this new man and soldier for them. And after the order turned him in through Micah, Amina's character, Mm -hmm. um, he wanted to start working for good after, you know, realizing the bad that he was doing. So he works with the order with Liam and Sarah, not Liam, but Micah and Sarah. Then I have a Kaylee's from The Unusuals, who is wonderful. He's my my (laughs) book husband. Yeah, Um, all right, well, dang. But he, uh, he is an immortal. He has the power of mental manipulation and he can control your emotions, your thoughts, your actions. He can get into your brain and pretty much take over shit. So he's pretty old and bitter. <laughs> <laughs> he's a good time. He's a good time. Is that it? I think, yeah, I have oh, a Liam and a No, she said a lark. I did say a lark. Y'all. Yes, she did cover a lark. Liam say a lark, Micah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Aaron, Aaron. 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 the middle child. Aaron the middle child. And then Gabe. Uh, yes, I'm Jacqueline, and my characters consist of Gabriel. He is a Nephilim. <laughs> he is. His body was basically formed by the archangel Michael in order to house the soul of the demon of greed. He's His name is Savius. <laughs> He's a fallen angel, and he rules that realm and due to a wrong conjuring he is reincarnated as a human boy and he doesn't really know he is so that's where Gabriel comes about he's born once again to house this spirit that he doesn't even know about and so it's a mess and so he actually needs to order you know, working with Alard, which is one of the main characters, and he works in the supernatural bar in New Orleans, you know, where every wears panthers, you know, witches, everyone comes to conjugate, and that's when he hears the order needs someone to help against the vampirial, which they in return recruited his demon self, Savius, because they had split at one point. <laughs> but their life forces were still connected. So if you have, you know, if you're on the good team, they're gonna wanna protect him from, you know, killing, even if it means the demon lives, but then you have the bad guys that don't care if either lives or not. So it's kind of a, wow. you know, <laughs> a messed up situation. But in return, you know, he is, I ain't gonna spoil the ending, so you'll have to figure out for yourself what okay. happens. But in this story, he's just hype and he's ready he's to get to work because he knows for a fact, he like, he wants his, to prove himself that he's yeah, not that evil demon. Anymore. Yes. And then I have Scarlet, which is in my newest novel. Check it out. Peekers of the Fail. <laughs> and then Scarlet's a psychic medium and she talks to shades and shades are people like ghosts in a way, but they're souls bound to the earth and have unfinished business. So it is her duty to basically finish out like one of their last wishes, you know, and really communicate with them so they can pass on. And she is one of the keys to getting into a very secret place. I don't know, I can say. You can say it. Okay, so. (laughs) The first level of heaven because she is able to transcend souls. So she's like the gateway. 
And so the order is having to protect her from a very menacing force who wishes to break in and the use sons her. Of, yeah, the sons of Cain are trying to break into heaven um, because, you know, Cain feels as if he has a rightful place in heaven because, you know, his parents had me. So he had these three sons back in Lord Have Mercy days. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> he raised them, you know, for this purpose. This was their purpose to break him into, you know, the levels of heaven. And so the order, of course, they, they have to stop him, them, from breaking in uh, of course. the levels. And so they have it, and each level has a key, and this key is Scarlet, which we love. She's a new addition, and she's very funny. She's so and, funny. Yeah, she brings the... She gets the light on Yeah, she kind of brings, yeah. like, the, the sun in, because, yeah. you know, they're scared. They have to actually try to break into heaven. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Every character in during Red Ink is effed up, okay? Yeah. <laughs> so Scarlet is, like, what? the only one that's like, listen, you're an assassin, like yeah. you're part I want to be down by. I brand. still pay bills. Yeah. Okay. Ordinary. <laughs> I talk to dead people. That's not really as crazy as what y'all do. I don't breathe fire. Like, I, wow. Like, you know, I am. I'm sitting here, and I'm. I'm I promise you guys, I'm in awe. <laughs> yeah. Let wow. me tell you, I am. In, Ah, because I'm listening to your characters and your development, the 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 level of skill in the intricacy in these stories and these characters. I mean, I applaud you, and I'm just sitting here wondering why aren't you guys in the movies? Like you already writing film script. I'm ready because I love horror movies. I love. Horror oh yeah. Movies. And I'm sitting here right now, like in my head. I'm like, this is like Blade me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like Blade me, the underworld me. Oh, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> That's, awesome. that's, 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 that's what we wanted. Yes, that's, we definitely, that, yeah. that's our next step. We definitely want to go into to producing a, you know, have a little red ink publication that's, you know, in the films because. Some yeah. <laughs> investors. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. Pick up the call. Please dial. Right. If you want to invest, would you like to see this in a movie? If you would like to see me in a movie, please contact us. At... <laughs> but, but we kind of create the world that people go to when they think of like you know Hogwarts or you know Avengers yeah Marvel there's so many kind of congregations that they have already but none that have kind of tried to develop themselves in horror or in novels that are all relative to each other like comics they've done it and they were amazing but this is kind of not in book form no it's on a broad spectrum so you're able to learn more about the different characters thoroughly in different ways and you know through time like all the things that we are three women can we give a little more credit (laughs) I mean it's been done in human life okay I'm so serious like I I'm sitting here going this is like an entire horror series of movies. Yeah. And like you said, it even meets Marvel characters. And I mean, because I see this whole, it, when you describe it, I see these worlds and I see yeah. all of this imagery. And I'm just like, oh man, I don't mean <laughs> please. We would go outside on like the patio. We would have coffee every single morning. And I remember the one morning we had coffee and she just came outside late. Never late, ever. And I was like, you know, what took you so long? She was like, what if Jack the Ripper was a woman? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, 
okay. Wow. <laughs> and she was, I was like, you know, like, I'm following you. Go ahead. And she's like, you know, what if the reason why she cut up all those women who were prostitutes is because they were using their bodies, you know, negatively or blah, blah, blah. Like, so we developed yours truly, which eventually I wrote. And then somehow or another, we started talking about a stewardess. Oh God! Yeah, yeah. That was, like, I, I, we, I no, had some issues. Five minutes it. later, no, I'm not even joking. And then we tried that, and then developed into Aaron, who, who was, was Jack's great, great, great. Yeah. You know, so many great uh, granddaughter or grandniece yeah. or whatever. So. Who is a chronic yeah. 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 yeah, these are the conversations. Yeah, and that, that we had. We just developed all these characters that were kind of intermingle. So Aaron worked with the UGF with Liam for my character Hit List. So that's all. You know what I mean? So they're all re- relative. They're all relative and, and I'm nuts. <laughs> Jacqueline is nuts. Jacqueline is nuts. She is. She's kind of crazy. I call her the savage one. I think if anybody in this team is a beast, it's Jacqueline. Oh, thank you. Oh, that, that is that is true. I'm sweet, though. You are <laughs> true. She makes the best food sometimes I've ever had. Like, uh, something happy, like, right, oh, yeah, I've always been. I say that. Oh, we are. We are spoiled. Every meeting. I'm I'm not cooking. I made their own lobster mac and cheese from Cave Age Briere. So <laughs> yes, they are very spoiled. Look, well, I'm telling you now, I'm coming to the next hey, meeting, yeah. but I don't have nothing to do with it. You I told you about the mac and cheese. I am a slave in the kitchen. You she cooks and makes cocktails. You are so invited. Yes. <laughs> they putting me to work already. They ain't even asked. There we go. She can just <laughs> I know. I know, right? Like a yeah. But it'll be an honor, honestly. We're gonna set up. We are. Oh, yeah, we're gonna fly you out. I can't add nothing to the meeting, but to say, yep, it sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we can. We always need that. Or you know, like you know what, ladies, y'all, y'all. This is kind of left. Like I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that dragon in the sky. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Look, but really you, I, if anybody could sell it, it would be you guys. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm, I'm over here right now. I'm like, this is a whole entire series. And yeah. I, I pride myself for liking to write outside of my genre. But this is what, as much as I love horror, this is one genre that I will willingly sit to the side and allow. <laughs> <laughs> Because Red Ink is not just a publication, it's a universe. Yeah. In yeah, all honesty. Yeah. And that's yeah. The fact that we were able to do that in first of all on accident. Second of all, it was an accident. It was a wonderful accident. But yeah. it's honestly just it's a universe. Exactly. Like and then to have like different perspective of women talking about different perspective of women, like that is so unheard like they don't do that you hear about you know women being soft or oh gosh all of our women are like submissive and like none of our women stand for crap well that's the thing i know that in the beginning i told them i was like i want to to be um a house that we're strong women and we're writing about strong women yeah you know realistically yeah right well absolutely but i mean come on we're women of course we're strong Exactly. So we, so we didn't want to shy away from the, the beautiful nature of women and not trying to. Right. The feminine. Exactly. That's what I meant. So exactly. So we have like we have all those different women though and different points of view. You have time. We have different species that aren't even heard of. Like we've created ethics that 
are ours and I feel like that kind of helps us stand out above like yeah. not above or just I mean we just believe in pushing the boundaries I yeah. think because why does it always have to be a word wolf so like yeah. I have word leopards yes, exactly. <laughs> I have word bears I do Anything that's an animal could be aware. I'm like, why well, we gotta stop at a wolf? We always ask why. I yeah. Like, there's kind of, why yeah. not? Why like not? I wrote Hades, oh, uh, God, Rise man. of the Gods. Cause I'm like, you know, in every clash of the Titans, you know, Perseus, they always have like Zeus always on top. I was like, Hades is a very strong character based on the mythology. Why can't he ever be up for once? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no. Fight for your Let I was like, let me show you what he can do. Fight for me. Let me, and I put like a very still modern twist on yeah. it. And, and, it, was and it was a very realistic twist. I yes. Think. So like some of the gods had to give up something. So I think I made the god of wine. What is he? Yeah. Yes. My favorite. I made him an alcoholic in real life <laughs> because he's the god of wine. Oh my God. So he's now an alcoholic. So and like, like Hades had to go to prison in order to get yeah. him of the angry souls and the people that yeah. are angry so that he could I mean it's just oh, exactly absolutely she did such a wonderful job so the fact job. that we're all able to kind of include our own different types of versions but of you know what's really freaky yeah. every time we talk about our development of books they always seem to relate yes oh my god there's like all one year where we all did historical fiction yes. and it literally wow Hades uh, what did you do the Vampirio Oh yeah, Revelations oh and Apocalypse. We all did, and it had some sort of Like heaven, apocalyptic Heaven, world. hell, and apocalypse, and yeah, the dead. We, we all did that for one And it's like, we're all, all on the same wavelength. So yeah. all our books, even though they're written in different styles, are all still related. Exactly. Every time we put out something, I swear we even be matching. <laughs> I mean, oh, like, I can't I mean, it was like, you know, I got on that same sweater. I was like, no, because <laughs> I didn't get dressed with you. So no, we're just always matching. Get out of my head. You know what? And that is like, to listeners, to readers, to other authors, this conversation is the epitome of high-level genius, oh, high-level collaboration. Because oh. I'm, I'm literally, like, I'm sitting over here speechless. I, <laughs> I am enjoying the camaraderie and just in listening to you guys, even now, bounce ideas off each other, talk about your creativity. And I love the fact that you guys are passionate about your craft. Obviously, <laughs> clearly study it. Yeah. You are a hundred percent involved and involved in what you do, and I love that. Thank you. Well, honey, sister girl, you know you in that list too. Oh, I know. Well, <laughs> thank you guys so much. What I want you to do now, because I want you to be able to tell the the readers and the listeners, because I know some listeners are like, okay, look. They might like to watch movies, but they don't have to say read this book yes. because yes, we, we need to read the written form. So tell them where they can find the book. And then I want you guys to give your social media information so they can follow you, so they can just keep abreast of everything and all these cast of characters and all of your different individual novels yeah. as well as the crossover. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, okay. Well, perfect. Um, for starters, we're going to be having the book distributed to um, Amazon on our personal website, Red Ink. We're going to have it on Kobo and all the other book platforms that you can download them from. Barnes & Noble. Exactly. Um, we're also going to be having a paperback release uh, here soon. In December. December. Yes, and we have the 
soundtrack officially produced by Geechee, this amazing producer. He made a five track uh, soundtrack to go along with the book so that you can read and listen at the same time and set the tone for all the different characters and all the different settings. We have um, Level One, Eden, Order, Sons of Cain, and, and Chaos. Chaos. And those are all the tracks. And the those are all, I believe, like key points that I feel like focuses within the book so that you know exactly what you're getting into when you start listening and reading and stuff. So we have that coming with the Q&A for, scheduled for tomorrow night on Twitter, which is going to be at the Reading Pub. And then you can follow at Amini Mon for Amini Mon, um, at Just Call Me Omega for me, and then at Jacqueline Stone underscore for Jacqueline. Oh, she knows. I got you. <laughs> oh, she knows. Oh, yay. I said it. Look, I, I know good, that's right. But she got that information. Yeah, right. Off the top. And it's not too late to send in your questions. No. Once again, where can they send them to? They can Actually, by the time this airs, it will be. Yeah. No, yeah. We'll be, we'll be live. That's okay. because But we, they can still see exactly. it on Tumblr. But exactly. The I'm Reading Club no, at Twitter. You can recap with you guys once you guys hear the podcast. You can see all the questions that were asked and get more information about the book if we didn't cover anything here. Yeah. And It'll still be new. Exactly. New to you. Old to us, new to you. <laughs> <laughs> but as far as like the crossovers, um, we have a lot of old school, I think, and new school Red Ink Pub in this book for the first time, I think, ever. Like we have uh, Judas Iscariot, which was around for 33 Silver, which was published, if I'm not mistaken, in 2006. That is correct. Okay, so 2006, we have him who befriended my character who was developed by Lena in 2015, <laughs> Achaelius, and they met during Pompeii trying to save the you know lost city. And they eventually were you know called in to work with the Order. It was developed by Mary Magdalene and Peter, which, yeah. Amina, I think you can take over that. Um, Gosh, so just to kind of hurry it up, we <laughs> have um, all 10 books that are in this crossover. We have The Vampirial, 30 Pieces of Silver, yeah. The Chronicles of Ceres, um, Hitless, Hitless Fallen. Catch Me, yeah. Fallen, gosh, I'm, I'm, I can't think. Peekers of the Veil. Peekers of the Veil, thank you. The Unusual. For missing one. The Awakening. The Awakening. Jacqueline for the win. Jacqueline. (laughs) (laughs) And what I want the readers to do is to go get all of those books and then get the crossover. (laughs) And get the crossover. (laughs) And get Order from Chaos the first one. Yes, that is definitely. Yeah. Yes, there you go. There you go. That was the 10th one. Jesus Right. Yes, and that, that, that's a really good segue book because that kind of formulated the family because there's such a family in this book. I love that so yeah. much. These characters that had no idea of each other that had to kind of meet and form this team are now like now they're a family. family. So yeah, I love it. Absolutely, I love it too. You ladies, I appreciate you guys <laughs> so much for being here tonight and for the conversation. I have enjoyed myself. I feel like I got a free movie preview. <laughs> uh, and I, I have, look, I have literally sat here and had to remind myself that I'm interviewing because I'm enjoying the conversation. Right? I'm <laughs> enjoying the conversation. We were oh, your joy. Especially the printing okay. session beforehand. That was amazing. That <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And I, it, this has been an amazing time for me. 
you guys are welcome back. Oh, um, thank you. I love having you all here on the platform. I love your energy, and I cannot wait to read and dive into this crossover novel. <laughs> and I am going to be going back, pick it up. Some of the rest of them because I, I gotta catch up on them um, <laughs> in new time. But I appreciate you. I love having you on. And guys, I am excited for your horror fest, for your fifth annual horror fest. Yes. And thank you and for listen. being a part of the last two. You have done amazing by us, and we are so thank grateful. And we would love to oh, do it again. Awesome. I want to make a habit thank of it every year. <laughs> that, look, and I'm telling you, when this goes to the big screen, look, we're gonna have to do something live. Okay. Yes. We will not. You will be at the premiere. Home. Okay, you getting your tickets early. First, right. We're gonna have to fly you out. Yeah, it's gonna be all good. It's gonna be a group thing. Every year we'll make it a tradition. Look at it. I know, <laughs> and I am there. I am there. Let me I am there. Let me get my outfit. <laughs> <laughs> Your faith is that's amazing. It's humbling. Thank you. You're oh, welcome. and don't forget to check out Sons of Cain also. Oh, yeah, because those are bad guys are trying to break into heaven. Yeah. <laughs> Sons of Cain. Let's start. The Sons of Cain, they're the ones that are trying to break into heaven. Exactly. And the order so is trying to keep them out of them. Yep. <laughs> and they're all different. You know, we have a Persian, Egyptian, and a, a Roman. A Roman, yeah. So they're all different breeds, all different. Has Cain what he claimed? No, no. He was trying to conquer all. And when he realized that Earth wasn't enough, he, he wanted to get into heaven, yeah. So after he did that, he wanted to use his sons kind of as the ladder to scoop him up. And they are looking for the keys that unlock the levels and essentially get him to take over. So, yeah, that's all of them. Yeah. Well, I thank you, ladies, so much. I appreciate you. Please, listeners, go follow these ladies. Follow Red Income. <laughs> um, make sure that you guys keep up because when this goes to a movie, we don't need you trying to figure out who, what, when, and where they told you. Exactly. So go get these books. That's right. And we are going to continue the celebration and I wish you guys much success, continued success with your horror fest and beyond. Thank you, Thank Thank you. you so much. And you guys, thank you all for listening to Untamed Publishing Get Caught Up Podcast. If you would like advertising, please send us an email at untamedpublishingllc at gmail.com or just on the homepage, click on the donate now link. We take anywhere from a dollar to whatever you want to do. And if you want an author interview, hit up the contact us link on www.untamedpublishing.net. Thank you guys for tuning in. Remain untamed. Good night.
Ha, 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 ha.